Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, happy Monday. Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we had some kind of weekend in the NFL. Boy, did we have some kind of weekend. And that NFL weekend is continuing, Mike, tonight with the WWE. You didn't think it was going to, but the NFL going right into the big WWE event tonight. Raw's 30th anniversary, a celebration of decades of superstars, some long retired, some that just won't go away. Yeah. Yeah. Some finding a way to... Find a few more dollars mm-hmm. in the Crawfers uh, and, and to find some new storylines heading into the Royal Rumble. Yep. And then yep. WrestleMania that'll be in our yep. backyard here in Los Angeles at SoFi. Can't wait till that week. I'm going to find the superstars, stalk them, and we will have plenty of content. Hey, guys, real okay. quick. What's up, Frostburg? I didn't see any of Raw, so no spoilers. Okay. But I- was the main event against Dak and Jerry Jones. <laughs> no, you're in the right ballpark. What do you mean? They didn't fight each other? No, you're in, but you're in the right ballpark. Was it in Dallas? It was No, it was, well, it's in Philadelphia. Ah, right? just, yeah. So, yes, this is all a big, fun thing here in Philadelphia. We're excited about everything. You and I were laughing our asses off just to the crowd shots. Yeah, just seeing all the people in the crowd wearing different Philadelphia jerseys, you know? There's an Iverson. Yeah, a- there's a Reggie White. <laughs> you're like, that guy's wearing a Reggie White jersey. Yes, the Minister okay. of Defense. I'm gonna is remembered hey, here. It's like it's like when going to Disneyland. I got to make sure I'm wearing. What shirt do I want people to see me wearing? Because I'm out in public. People go, oh, look how cool what that guy's wearing. Uh, first of all, I didn't know how much I needed that. Just a just a bit. It was like a three minute bit. DiBiase yeah. and Mike Rotunda with with Jimmy the mouth of the South like right behind yeah. them like laughing. I mean that fun bit when they were playing cards and and you know all the. <laughs> And then the IRS comes in to take the money. I didn't know how much I needed that bit. Yeah, the big, you know, that Austin was so Theory much fun. wins the wins yeah. the pot against DiBiase. He gets yeah. mad. 
Ted DiBiase? Oh, dude, it was hilarious. He's playing, he's playing, he loses at cards, loses all his money. The million dollar man. Yeah, million, million dollar, dollar man, man loses all his money. Now I'm waiting for Virgil to come in or something to yeah. happen. Instead, Mike Rotunda from the IRS comes in and goes, <laughs> don't forget to pay your taxes. And he takes all the money and puts them in a briefcase. And DiBiase gives that, <laughs> laugh. Oh my God, my body just tingled. I didn't know how much I needed that. Well, it was you hysterical. Got Ron Simmons comes in yeah, out of yeah. out of the right. shot yeah. for the laugh. <laughs> I mean, he gives you the capper because he stands there. It's like, yeah. wait for it. Yeah. And you see everybody yeah. tensing up behind, like, wait for it. And he just goes, damn. Oh, I didn't, I oh didn't, so good. I didn't know how much I needed that. But wait a second. Yeah. So did Jerry Jones fight Brett Maher? No, Jerry Jones did not. No, no, no. You're, again, you're in the yeah, right ballpark. Actually, actually Maher was kind of a superstar. But, they needed everything he could do. Hey, why do we kick a field goal instead of him throwing? Why do we kick a field goal? His go for two. Why do we kick a field goal? No, with with the the anniversary being in Philadelphia, of course, of course, we're gonna we're gonna bring up. A, we're ready. We're excited. We beat the Giants, you know, for three times this year. You know, Daniel Jones is not a great player, and neither is Saquon Barkley. They're gonna over pay him to have him stay and we just got we got a bunch of guys we're paying Jalen Hurts like $25 a week you know so it, we're, we're feeling pretty good about ourselves um so because it's in Philadelphia you knew there was going to be something to right. rile up the crowd right sure. you knew there was going to be something enter Paul Heyman who decides I'll be that guy and so without further ado here's Paul Heyman 30th anniversary of Raw telling everybody get ready for next week and we're gonna feel like the fans Yeah, that he's is, not making it out alive. Oh no! I thought I said, "Oh, dude, you're in Philadelphia. That's ne- you know what's going to happen. There's be guys coming into the ring now. It's just everybody in a different kind of Philadelphia sports." Those jersey. guys kick Santa Claus's ass. <laughs> He's not making it out, Harmon. No, it was it was a cool yeah. little uh, montage because you had that moment, mm-hmm. and then the crowd gave him a bunch of love. They were chanting ECW, yeah. and you can see that emotionally nice. that kind of resonated. Yeah. And then he went right back into character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, thank you. No, but, I'm gonna back yeah, in. but but it was like that with Brock Purdy. I'll right? be that he's guy. Been Brock Lesnar's guy for right. a long time, right? And, and so you know he had that Brock <laughs> ready because everybody hears Brock. <laughs> like, wait, what? Purdy. Oh, man. Oh, that's just a great pop. Uh, just one icon after another. One of those things that gets y'all misty, thinking of all the time that's gone by back when these guys were in their prime, mm-hmm. and we were chuckling, watching D-Generation X get back together, and, well, let's just say they're not in D-Generation X shape anymore. We need uh Here's what we, all right, you guys. We know you can't really get it done physically. We need somebody to really antagonize the audience with something. What do we want to antagonize them with? The World Series? No, no, no. No, 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 no. Let's get Brock Purdy and the 49ers in on this to really get ready. And this is where if, if, if Paul Heyman probably said, okay, there's enough security around the ring for me, right? Yeah, no, 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 look at me. There's enough security around the ring. Because if I'm going to say you're going to feel like Eagles fans after Brock Purdy and the Niners come in here, you got, I'm going to look around and go, okay, you're good, good, plain clothes guy. I was guy, waiting for that cage guy. to good, drop good. tonight because they've got Bailey uh, and Becky Lynch getting after it in mm-hmm. the cage later. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for that to drop like it was the chicken wire in Blues Brothers mm. to protect them from any flying debris. Guys, it's Philly. There's never enough security. Oh, you can't just come Fair in point. here and insult us and say things like Brock Purdy when we have Jalen Hurts and he's a much better quarterback. You, he's a he's a Brock come lately. He's just a guy. He's just a, you know he's coming. He's he's fantastic. But you know this. This is also we, how you we, get your we, ass kicked we, in Philadelphia. We, 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 no, this <laughs> you is talk how, like this. No, this is this is <laughs> you think Philadelphia is different. This is Philadelphia. This is you're real, an outsider this is with that. Real accent. Philadelphia. This is real. Fi- in fact, all corners of Pennsylvania. This is how it so, is. So if we take a road trip, just. Say we take sure. a, a show road trip, sure. decide to go to a game or future WWE event there in Philadelphia. Mm. In a Brock stay, Purdy jersey. You, yeah, <laughs> and you have to stay in character the whole time. With so I got to dress voice. like Brock Purdy and oh, speak yeah. with a Philadelphia yeah. accent. You know I'm Brock Purdy. I know I'm only 5'9", but that's me. Look at my smile. I look like Chad Lowe, right? You know the guy who was married to Hillary Swank? Yeah, I look kind of like him, don't I, with that big smile? 
I do. I pull wow, off a Chad Lowe. Wow, he Life Goes On yeah. with They will rearrange your smile like I mean, the Joker. I mean, Mirror! I haven't done anything since like 1998, but now here I am. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a quarterback. You got you got me coming in. You think you think Jimmy G was going to be something? Oh, you wait for me to come in here. Oh, oh, we're coming in here to beat you guys. Yeah, I could pull that off. Chad Lowe. Mike, is this still scripted? Is WD? You guys would know better than anybody. Is it still scripted? Well, I mean, you have a a working thread, and then it's all about your. Because you can't just say "just kidding" after this. It's like us. These are fighting words. Improvisation and. You know, you got to own it, right? You want to get in front of a microphone? He he knows. He's a big boy. He knows the risks. I know the risks when I, I, I'm i on the microphone every night talking like this. You know, I, I, I'm fine so far. Everything is fine. 3,000 miles. We closed that listen, gap. It might be different. We I, Amtrak or are we driving? I, listen, I don't want to say. Amtrak's fun because we could drink. I don't want to say I told you so. But it was in the preseason, I told you, the Eagles were going to the Super Bowl. And I told you they were going to play the Niners in the NFC Championship game. I've gotten it all right in the NFC. Yeah, I got I one out of two. You. I could have saved you all time of watching okay. television and told you these are the teams going to be. It's going to be the Eagles and it's going to be the Niners. It's going to be Wizwit and Wizwit out. That's what it's going to be. Could have saved a lot of hours. Yeah, I had that uh, Tampa... Jimmy G versus Brady matchup ready. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, Jimmy G wasn't even there. Now nah, it's Brock. That's Brock Purdy. Yeah, Brady uh, let you down, man. Yeah, no, he let me down, and now he won't even give me an answer. Mm. We got questions, I, but we'll get to him in I a minute. I told you about the, the Eagles. Eagles. I told you about but, the I mean, Eagles that, in the preseason. All of it coming into the game on Saturday was the, the question of the offensive line and what they were going to be able to do. Two two teams with offensive line questions. And what did they do? They just went and blew the doors off of everybody. Referencing the Bengals as the other team, of course. But with the Eagles, questions on Lane Johnson, questions of the other members of the front, and obviously the shoulder of Jalen Hurts. And they made quick work of the Giants. We've had a promo running over the weekend here, Fox Sports Radio, that was talking about our analysis and, and breakdown of Daniel Jones and the excitement thereof and everybody starting to jump on board saying, ah, you know, he's moving up into this. Like, no, he's he's gotten better. He's getting stability, mm-hmm. but he's not there. And what you watched on Saturday was a, you ain't paying him like he's there. No, this was he. They made him look like a jag. He was just a jag on Saturday. And just bludgeoned them. I, just like, a jag. Just out of the gate. And then you watch the offensive line. You watch the run game just absolutely dominate. Didn't matter who was running behind that O line. Boston Scott. Scott from Boston, mm-hmm. former caller. You know, things like that. <laughs> All of those guys got in. Gainwell had 100 yards. You know, it was a, a big night. And one of those statement games. Look, right here we are a third time. Yeah, we're not we're not, we're not just messing around. We're we're just going to bludgeon you. Now, when when we we break down all the teams that we have in the final four here, the Eagles are the team that's going to get the least amount of attention because. They were a big story all year, but you have Brock Purdy's become a big story in the last seven weeks. Joe Burrow and the Bengals, obviously Mahomes and his injury, but the Eagles reminded everybody, hey. We were the best team in football for a reason. It's like people forgot about that. Well, over the you last had weeks. those couple Hertz of weeks. Hurts got hurt a couple, yeah. a couple of weeks. He missed. It was like, oh, we forgot. And now, look, I'm not the biggest fan of the Giants as far as their talent level. Right? They were, they were a team that gets into the into the playoffs. They were an overachieving team. Right. The coach comes in. Look, I told you, Brian Dable is the NFL coach of the year. It's not even close. What he was able to do with a team that had basically no changes and a jagged quarterback, and you try to make it work with Saquon Barkley, who was terrific the first eight weeks and was just a guy. The last eight, the last nine weeks, right? That's what it was for him. But they still won all the games they were supposed to. They go on the road and they win in Minnesota. And for a team that had the brakes fall their way, they always found a way to make a win this year. That was a big deal. And they show up on Saturday and they didn't look like they were even supposed to be on the same field as Philadelphia, right? Philadelphia in two weeks when they had that game that didn't matter the final week of the season where the Eagles showed them nothing. Listen, we're just going to give you this vanilla kind of offense. You're not going to see anything. For them to boat race them the way they did, I mean, that people forget that's the Eagles have been the best team in the NFL for a long time, right? I mean, look, again, I don't like to say it very much, but I picked him in the preseason to, to go to the Super Bowl. I told you Jalen Hurts is going to be the MVP. Allegedly. I don't like to say that that much. But people forgot how good they are. And I'm glad that, hey, that reminder came out Saturday that, oh, yeah, wow, they didn't just beat the Giants. This is a division team that knows their personnel better than anybody. When you can beat a division team this deep in the playoffs and beat them that badly, that tells you how good you are. 
Because sometimes you worry about the matchup. You get into a game going, okay, you know what? The matchup here doesn't favor this team. Because going into the NFC, the AFC title game, the matchup's going to favor Cincinnati because Mahomes is hurt and the Bengals have beaten them the last well, three they're times. Now, they're right? now a favorite. Exactly. Now a narrow favorite yeah. going on the road at Arrowhead. So that's been a bad matchup, right? That's been a bad matchup. This is... We know you better than anybody. We know your personnel, and obviously we're talented enough to get this far in the playoffs, and you lose that bad to a team that you both know that well, I mean, that tells you how good the Eagles are. It's like, oh, yeah, now let's go. I forgot about the Eagles. Oh, yeah, oh, I forgot. The Eagles are. They've always been that good, and people have just forgotten. Well, it's a good reminder in terms of ebb and flow and health and what it means. Familiarity, right? Cincinnati probably should have been bounced in that game against Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Succeed and proceed. And then you go out and what do you do? You take an absolute baseball bat to the Buffalo Bills who were as soft as a pillow. Mm. I mean, they just got run over from pillar to post and you had Milano and other guys like, yeah, no juice, no nothing. Uh, in, in the post game, but we we look at just the the Eagles, and you knew personnel wise, if Jalen Hurts took that step forward, that they were loaded with the Giants, and you know, we talked about it a little bit Friday, and then certainly I did, you know, in an hour uh, yesterday morning alongside Bucky Brooks, just we're, we're talking about the Giants personnel and what a great, you know, feel good underdog story they are, but when when it Push comes to shove, you got one guy that everybody would say, all right, he's a talent in Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to Thibodeau and guys on the defensive end, whatever. But the offense needed to be able to at least trade blows with the Eagles, and they were not up to the task. Guys like Richie James and all those guys that were fun little stories during the year were no-shows when it mattered. And Daniel Daniel Jones shrunk back to the guy you saw in years past. So, yeah, the Eagles romp. And now there's, they got the swagger of, uh, well, the Usos and everybody. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Well, we have a big weekend in the NFL to go over, looking ahead to the conference championship games. How's Mahomes' ankle? What about Purdy and the 49ers? But um, Tom Brady gave us a gift during his latest podcast, the Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray. Because if you like Tom Brady and you like hearing him saying the F word, well, this question and answer is for you. When he was asked by Jim Gray, hey, Tom, you made a decision about your uh, playing career yet in the offseason? Well, listen to Tommy. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to do, I'd have already done it. Okay, I'm taking it a day at a time. Do you have any kind of timetable? That's kind of what he said there. Uh, joining us now on the hotline, longtime NFL insider for Odyssey, the Washington Post, friend of the show. He's on Twitter at Jason Lockenfora. That is Jason Lockenfora. Jay, your thoughts on the Tom Brady audio? <laughs> is there any chance? Like, honestly, I, and I had this is the first I've heard of this. I've been running kids around and walking out trying to get a jump on. Uh, how I want to handicap these games this this weekend. So this is new to me. Um, is there any chance, like, that this was staged? I, I honestly, that was my first reaction. Like, oh, sure. It's like WWE. It like a WWE <laughs> mm-hmm. promo skit, right? Like uh, Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn or whatever. Like, it was, you know what I mean? It was, it was, it was hashed out in pre-production. And you know what I mean? Tommy was going to take a heel turn and... <laughs> We're talking about a podcast that, I don't know, it's been going on three years. Has anybody yeah. ever talked about it before? No, and then he hits Jim Gray over the head with a chair, and then it really right. gets yeah, interesting. I mean, like, throws read... him through a table, yeah. hits him over the head with a coconut and a guitar. Like, let's go. See, I mean, we're ready for I'm the Royal here. Rumble I'm on here. Saturday, so let's go. Jim Gray violence. I'm here for violence. I think a lot of people no, have been ready for the Jim Gray violence for a long time, Jason. Yes. No, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I please, please leave Jim Gray alone. Nobody, wow. nobody hit Jim Gray. <laughs> no coconuts or chairs. Or, yeah. yeah. No, you got Jim no, Cornette yeah. into your reference too with a tennis well, racket. I like that. You know, I'm I'm a pleaser. All right, so here, here's my thoughts on Brady. Tell me if you agree or disagree. Brady wants to play. He either wants to get something done soon or we're going to wait for a while and then it's either going to be Brady's coming back or he's retiring. And we're not going to get rumors and sources and conversations. There'll be one story. He wants it to be soon, but it may not be till later. Boy, I don't know. I don't know. Um, That's hard. Like in this day and age, what's a story and what's not? You know what I mean? Like somebody throws something on a tweet somewhere and it ends up gaining some steam and now it, it's a story, I guess, although is it real? I, I don't think he, like, uh, he's not done. I mean, nothing that's happened to this point has surprised me other than him hitting Jim Gray over the head with a coconut. No, that didn't happen. Nothing has surprised me in the way it's come out about, you know, he really doesn't want to be in Tampa anymore. I mean, again, I can go back four or five weeks ago. I was writing about this at the Washington Post. Like, hey, it's it's over there. Like, it doesn't matter who the coach is. It doesn't matter, you know, when they fire Byron Leftwich. It's over there. Um, and that he does still want to play. But I think Tom, Tom Brady's got to be very protective of the brand, right? And Tom Brady can't be in the business of getting it out there that people don't maybe don't want Tom Brady back as much as he wants them, right? So I, I, I get your point, and I think there will be um, – they'll handle this in a smart, calculated manner. But, like, is Tom Brady going to go anywhere? No. You know what I mean? Like, if the only person at the end of the day who's really in on him who is Woody Johnson – sorry, bro, but he's not going to the Jets. Like – I don't see him playing for Robert Sala. Like, no, no. Um, but I, I think something will materialize. I, I, I do. Um, and it could be the 49ers. It could be the Raiders. It could be the Dolphins. You know, those are the three that have consistently made the most sense to me. Um, and look, I think Brock Purdy might look like Mr. Irrelevant on Sunday afternoon. And if he does, you know, that team is still – built to win right bleeping now and we don't know what Trey Lance is Trey Lance hasn't played football since high school he hasn't played any consistent football since high school and Brock Purdy is a work in progress so like could he get a chance to come home again I mean look what was Peyton Manning doing 
when he won his second Lombardi Trophy, right? He was hoping to God that Von Miller got home, right, and wrecked the other quarterback. He was handing the ball off, and he was begging for his job back because he lost it to Brock Osweiler. So, like, could he do what Brock Purdy's doing, which is, you know, hit the open guy. There's free runners all over the place. It's Yak Central. And, you know, limit the attempts, run the ball, play good defense, and have Brady make smart decisions in the red zone? I don't know. Like, that doesn't seem totally crazy to me. The Josh McDaniels thing in Vegas on a fast track in a dome in a system he already knows. Like, that, that, you know, crazier things have happened. And then, you know, Miami, we know what the owner thinks of Tom Brady on a multitude of levels, both football and um, marketing. So I don't think it will come to a situation where he's in damage control, but he, he's got to look at the big picture. And I just don't think that Tom Brady could stomach a situation where, like, the reality is, you know what I mean, that people aren't wanting him as much as he wants them. The Jim Harbaugh effect to the National Football League, as it were. There you go. Except, yeah, except this guy can do it at the pro level. Exactly. <laughs> A- AFC uh, title game is set. Patrick Mahomes, high ankle sprain, said doing okay. But we got to see a little bit of Chad Henney. So it was the best of all worlds as the Chiefs advance. But the uh, Bengals are installed as a narrow favorite uh, as we roll here on a Monday night. Yeah, I think this is a really tough spot for the Chiefs. Um you know, if you look at Joe Burrow and 11 personnel against the Kansas City Chiefs in these three games he's faced them, he's completing 76% of his passes, eight touchdowns, no interceptions, a QB rating of 128.9. Kansas City Chiefs the last two years, regular season and playoffs, against 11 personnel, which, again, the Bengals live in, that's three wide receivers, one tight end, one one running back. They're 27th in the league in passer rating allowed at 11 personnel. They've allowed 55 passing touchdowns at 11 personnel. Playoffs regular season combined the last two years. That's 11 more than any other team in the NFL. The league average is 36. Like, I think that's going to be a problem. Um, and he's great against the blitz, so that's not really the answer either, Spags. And then on the flip side, Lou Anarumo had the secret sauce for for holding Patrick Mahomes in check when Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes. Now we're talking about Patrick Mahomes on one ankle. And whatever they shoot him up with, at some point it's going to wear off. And you don't have to worry about – I mean, let's just – like there's a lot that makes Patrick Mahomes a football genius. His brain, his body, his shoulder, his improvisational skills – But if you know going into this game that I've shut down Mahomes more or less three times when he was at his best, and now I don't have to worry about mush rushes, right? I don't have to worry about somebody spying him or holding contain on third and 12 because he just might run for it himself. Like, if that's off the table, if Mahomes outside the pocket where he's an absolute demon is really off the table – and it's we know the ball's going to Pacheco, McKinnon, or Kelsey, right? Because – there's no seven-step drops, guys. I don't think he's. I, I don't think he's going to be able to go under center. He couldn't backpedal at all. Like if it's that limited, and you're facing an offense that's that great, and playing a defense that's not necessarily suited to stop it. I mean, if if Cincinnati goes up fourteen nothing, and now Kansas City can't run the ball, right? And they they can't live and die with screen passes. Like, in the best of times, they had difficulty generating explosion plays against this defense when they had the cheetah. Like, I, and, and here's the other thing. I almost feel like maybe somewhere in the back of Andy Reid's head, for a multitude of reasons, he was hoping that the Bills would win that game because it's a better matchup for them. And it would have been played in a dome in Atlanta where – I think you can manage Mahomes' situation better than, what do they call for, 11 degrees and freezing? It might be slick on the field. Like, I just don't know that that's, you know what I mean, the the perfect conditions to trying to be managing your franchise quarterback through four quarters of football on a high ankle sprain that he just suffered seven days ago. Like, that, that doesn't, that seems suboptimal to me. 
Yeah, uh, look, you mentioned Andy Reid, and this is a guy that's been to Super Bowls, that's won Super Bowls, and if he wins this game, it's going to be the the best coach game plan of his career. Because that's what he needs. He needs some way of misdirection, something new that can work for four quarters and keep the Bengals off balance. And I, I mean, well, I don't know if that's the out football. there. I mean, it's not rocket science. He, 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 he's got capable backs. He's got to screen you to death, and, and he's got to be able to run the football and run the football at Hubbard and at Hendrickson. But, like, I don't know that his defense can stop. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that his defense could hold up that end of the bargain. They have 33 passing touchdowns this year, most in the NFL. Like, I don't know that they can do it. And here's the other dirty little secret. Go back and rewatch Week 13. There was no Joe Mixon. Samaji P. Ryan ran the ball up and down, like all over the uh, all over the Chiefs. So, like the problem is, whatever Andy Reid comes up with, if his defense can't hold up their end of the bargain, and they fall behind by two scores, what are you going to do? I I don't know. It it it. it I'll be fascinated to see how this line moves through the week. And there's already been a ton of movement just today. Um, does it hold steady? You know, with the Bengals being between a one and two point favorite, where does the money come in? How how public a play do the Bengals become? But we know this much. Do you think there's? Do you think Joe Burrow is in any way? Is there like zero point zero zero one percent of Joe Burrow who's worried about going to Arrowhead? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> right? And yeah. the rest of the team, too, right? Like, do you, or I think, like, it's pretty obvious they get off on this stuff. Like, they're happy as hell that this game's on the road. Like, they would love to win an Arrowhead again. And I think they're going to. See, it goes back to the WWE villainy we were lay, laying up. Jason, last one, one for you really quickly. You want to uh, write the tombstone for this iteration of the Cowboys' failures? Well, no, because that'll happen again next year. They'll beat all the mediocre teams, right, that they're supposed to beat. Um, they'll stumble their way into 11 wins. Jerry will be firing up the bandwagon, and they'll lose in the first round or the second round of the playoffs. Like, no, it's not over. There's there's more life to this. We get to enjoy this for several more years. He's not moving off a deck anytime soon. Like, nah, it's just, this, is, this is a gift that keeps on giving. He's Jason Lockenfora. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockenfora. Check out his latest Odyssey and the Washington Post. Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate your time, my friend. Hey, we'll talk to you next you week. Thank See you, buddy. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You can follow him on Twitter, at Michael underscore Fabiano. That's at Michael underscore Fabiano. Senior fantasy analyst for Sports Illustrated. Check him out on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, Westwood One. And the, and the once and future head coach of the Cowboys. But Fabs, I got to apologize. I don't know what this walk-up music is for you. Tyshirt, what, what are you giving Fabiano here? What oh, is a this? great band I discovered called The Strike. Enjoy it, Fabs. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, buddy? How are you, man? Uh, listen, man, I'm good. I, you know what, dude? I mean, I, I I knew it was coming. I mean, you know, you and I hung out what a week or a week ago. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I knew it was coming. This is if you're a Cowboys fan, you know that eventually they're going to pull the rug out from under you. They're going to be the Lucy to your Charlie Brown. You're going to get all excited thinking that you're going to kick that football and the football gods will pull it away. It's funny and that you rig right. up kicking. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. Um, Charlie Brown probably couldn't make an extra point either, but I think you hit it on the head. We lost to a better team. And the Cowboys all year long were Jekyll and Hyde, right? I mean, almost, almost like the Vikings to a degree, our schedule is a little bit easier, but we smoked Minnesota, right? We, we destroyed that team. And then we almost lost to the Texans. And it, it's it, the, the, the regular season finale, when we actually had something on the line, we go down 26-6 to a rookie quarterback who's never made a start in the NFL. Like, this is just the Cowboys. The defense balled out. over the, They balled out. And I couldn't have been more proud of Parsons and, and Diggs and uh, Osa, Ozigadua, who's been on the, my, my show uh, a few times. Just, I mean, you, when you lose one of your top two playmakers in Tony Pollard, and CD had a great game, Zeke is toast. Like, you could see it. Zeke had a decent fantasy season. He had 12 touchdowns. But the last, like, three games, dude, I mean, he looked like he was running with sandbags uh, on his shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. It, it just was not good. They need another wide receiver. They should have never traded Amari Cooper. That was an awful, terrible move. And Michael Gallup was a nothing burger for most of the regular season and all of the playoffs. Now you've got Pollard going into free agency. You got Schultz going into free agency. And I don't care what anybody says. You got question marks at the quarterback position. Dak's going to be your guy. You paid him a lot of money. But now you got to wonder can Dak ever get us past the divisional round of the playoffs? And he was statistically very good at times. And in other weeks, if you had him on your fantasy team, you know this, he just was turning the ball over too much. And that game against the Niners, his player prop, I think, was like minus 163 uh, on SI Sportsbook for over half a pick. And I said, you got to smash that because he's going to throw at least one. The Niners had the most picks in the league. No team had more. And I think they had a pick in like five or six straight games, and Dak had one or more in seven of his last eight. And listen, I mean, I'm disappointed. I started to get a little bit excited, Jason, towards the end of the week when people are picking the Cowboys, and I'm like, All right, can we do this? And I had to like talk myself out of it. I'm like, no, we can't. This is what the Cowboys are. And you can go back to, and I guess the first after the dynasty part of us, right? After, you know, 95 when we won with Switzer and that was, you know, really Jimmy's team. After that, it's been nothing but heartbreak. And it all started in the 13-3 season 
where we had T.O., Wade Phillips was the head coach. It looked like we were going to go to the Super Bowl. We had a first-round bye. You remember that? We lose to the Giants in the division round. Mm-hmm. We have a whole bunch of penalties. We get beat. The Giants end up going to the Super Bowl and beating the Patriots. But that started it, right? Then you, then you go to, you remember Romo uh, missing the snap on the kick by Martin Gramatica in Seattle. And then the Dez catch that wasn't a catch, that was a catch, that wasn't a catch, that was a catch in Green Bay. And I still contend that if that catch counted, now Rodgers would have had time to to matriculate down the field and maybe beat us. But if we beat Green Bay in that game, we would have went to Seattle, beat them, and gone to the Super Bowl. I, that, that's just my opinion. Then you have the other game <laughs> and against then you Green keep, Bay. But I've let these losses go over the years. I've forgotten about no, them. No, I haven't. I haven't. No, I haven't. <laughs> then, then you got the other, the other game against Green Bay where Aaron Rodgers threw that that P to the sidelines, Jared Cook, who made a really good catch, and then Mason Crosby with the field goal. And they just like, at this point, let's think about it. Like, I've been a Cowboys fan for, for over 40 years, but there are Cowboys fans out there who have been maybe 20 years? What have we done? Like, it, it, people, people like that are probably like, why are you guys all talking about jumping on a bandwagon? We haven't done diddly poo in almost 30 years. Is what it is. And I, listen, man, think about it. What have the Cowboys done without Jimmy Johnson? What have they done? Nothing. Nothing significant. Well, no. Well, Barry Switzer won the Super Bowl. I mean, with all of Johnson's players. It's time for Jimmy to come back out of the Fox. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Jimmy and Barry coaching the team together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That might work. Maybe you and Elliot Harrison Switzer's, can coach a team together. Yeah. Switzer's team was Jimmy's team. You guys know that. Of course. And then we've had what? Chan Gailey, Dave Campo... Garrett, the only coach that we've had that's not a puppet is Parcells. That's the only guy since since Jimmy. You got the word puppet in. That's good. That's the only guy, dude. I think about it. I, yeah, I mean, true. honestly, like they're all puppets. Like McCarthy's a puppet. Garrett's a puppet. Campbell was a puppet. <laughs> Gailey was a puppet. Wade. I mean, they're all puppets. It's a big puppet all show. All of them. It's a puppet show. All it's a hell Cowboys. of a show. Puppet it show. Can we do time. that for next? Can we That's commission enough, puppet uh, show. <laughs> enough puppets and just do it like it's a, they're doing conference calls with each other? Those puppets Dude. cost a lot of money. I mean, that's, that's a lot. That's all it is. Yeah. I'm just I, mean, I could get some kindergartners I'm to do that as an art class. Fabiana with one of those big, with all the strings, and there's like the <laughs> seven puppets that Mar- are just moving around and doing things. With fact, Master of Puppets playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, remember, the you remember the end? You remember the end of the Al Davis tenure with the Raiders? And he was making all the decisions, and the decisions were all bad. Yeah. You know, like, the, like I mean, the, the, any fast wide receiver, oh, top ten, Darius, they would be, yeah, give me him. Hey, over Michael Crabtree, like. I mean, like, not not that it's gotten better, you know, with rugs and everything else and all that mess, but that was a different story. But, like, towards the end, Al, Al Davis, it almost, you know, the, the game had almost kind of passed him by, and he was just making bad decisions, and the Rays were any good. I don't know if the game passed Jerry Jones by because I never – I don't know that he ever had a, a grasp of the game. And, and again, like, bottom line is that he's not won anything significant without Jimmy Johnson's fingerprints being on it. Now, the Cowboys have had some good drafts, right? I mean, we got Micah. You know, Zach Martin, we've we had some good drafts. But at the end of the day, they make dumb decisions. We, we owe Zeke a ton of money, and he's, he's, he's over the hill now. And, you know, Dak. Well, now his money comes to. <laughs> right. Is, is Dak a championship caliber quarterback? I mean, have we seen that? I mean, no, right? We haven't really seen that. And they've, they've got, they overspend on certain players. Like with, with, with the whole Zeke thing, I mean, now there's a report that he said that, you know, he would, he would, finagle his contract and take less money. I mean, he's got to. The Cowboys, and it seems like this has been the case like every year forever, we need another wide receiver now because we made that stupid. I mean, we traded a fifth-round pick for Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, in fantasy terms, 10th best wide receiver in the league this past season, 10th. Mm-hmm. With a backup quarterback going. Even though he was playing in Cleveland. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Michael, in a run-based offense. Michael Gallup was a nothing burger. Jalen Tolbert, I mean, where did he go? There was nothing, and they wanted to sign Odo Beckham Jr. Please don't do that, especially after that videotape on the airplane. I want nothing to do with that, dude. I'm hoping the Cowboys go out there and get, like, a Brandon Cooks or something like that, but he's got a big contract. So, And there's no good free agent wide receivers, really. I mean, like, you're looking at, what, Juju? He's okay, but Jacoby Myers? I mean, there's not these, these superstar wide receivers that are out there on the free agent market, and the Cowboys also need help in the defensive backfield. Once Anthony Brown went down, 
they couldn't stop anybody, which seems strange to think because you don't think of Anthony Brown as being a key cog, but apparently he was. And they've and listen. I mean, they they made a good pick with Tyler Smith. He was pretty good as a rookie. They there there's issues there, man. And it's just the same old Cowboys. It's frustrating. It's like the Yankees. And I know people are going to be, oh, you're a Cowboys Yankees fan. You know, go go spit. <laughs> okay. But what's happened since 2009, Smith? What's happened? Really? We get to the playoffs, and the bats go cold, and we come up short. And I understand it, and I will admit it. I am a I am a selfish, spoiled. Yankees slash Cowboys fan. I am. And nothing short. Like, they haven't even given us an NFC championship game since 95. That's a long time ago for the Cowboys. And am I spoiled? Yes, absolutely. People are, oh, try being a Browns fan or, oh, well, I mean, or a Jets fan. <laughs> but uh, at least your team is. You know what? Blank you, Fabiano. Right <laughs> yeah. At least, He's in the middle. At least the in the middle. You guys are. I, I'll say this. The Jets are the right veteran quarterback away from contending in that division and being a playoff team. Their defense is really good. Yeah. Now they got some offensive line issues. I think yeah. the offensive line could improve a little bit. Brees Hall's a stud. Wilson's going to be real good. He already is. I don't know what's going on with Elijah Moore, but if you bring in you know, a Garoppolo, a Rodgers, a Dak, a Brady. Dak a for Brady. Zach Wilson right now. Dak for Zach Wilson. No, no. Come no, on, well, man. You can't even I'm get good. him on Dak that listen, far. Dude. I mean, unless, unless you could score points on, um, you know, going after the, you know, the, the, the moms I'd like to, you know what, uh, Zach Wilson has no value. In, in, that's in his, only, that's his only value? <laughs> I mean, that's it, right? I mean, like, you know, he, he's chasing Stifler's mom, and that's it. I told you that, too, by the way. I told you, Smith, when they drafted him, it's not going to work. Because the Jets can't get it right. But now the Jets can get it right. <laughs> yeah, we just don't draft a guy. Got to go sign somebody I, that's I keep already saying, good. No, you go can have the GM get... pick everything else. Somebody else, some concierge comes in and he gets to pick the quarterback. There's no. no the GM no, Robert, Duval, get to Robert do it. Duvall comes that's in. That's right. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> no, you know, let Larry David do it. Larry David is, you know, the, you know, the Jets killed Carl. They only had um, one good season. I mean, 1969, they won the soup. Then the one year Parcells was the coach. Every other year it stunk. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, man, this is what the Jets need to do. Sign Garoppolo or do a deal for Rodgers. You know, Brady is out there. You're not getting Lamar. Apparently, you know, Harbaugh said that it's a 200% chance that he's going to stay with the Ravens. I mean, you never know. Pete Carroll said that Russell Wilson was going to stay in Seattle, and they ended up making a brilliant move, which in hindsight now is a brilliant move, trading them to the Broncos for all that draft capital. Seattle's an up-and-coming team, too, and Geno looked freaking good. Think about that. Gino looked like, you know what, with the Jets. And then he's been a backup, you know, for how many teams, and now the guy goes out there. He's the QB5 in a fantasy. He breaks the single-season record for the Seahawks passing yards and uh, couldn't do anything as a member of the Jets. Jets need to go out there and sign a free agent. And then, hey, you know what? I think the sky's the limit for that team. The Patriots are sort of a declining team. The Bills are coming off a disappointing season. Uh, you know, the Dolphins, who knows what's going on with Tua? They, they, they got a lot of firepower in the offense, and they got some upside on defense, but who knows what's going on with Tua. I'm telling you right now, dude, you get the right quarterback, the Jets could be right there. The Jets could finish higher than the Cowboys do next year. The Cowboys' division is getting tougher. The Commanders are, 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 are a good team, not a great team. The Giants took a step forward. Uh, they got to get Barkley and keep him and, and Jones as well. But the Eagles, dude, they're good, man. I mean, the Eagles are very good. Imagine if they got themselves a consistent running back. They, I mean, that offense would be nuclear. But uh, I, I think I think that's your 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 NFC um, representative. I think the Eagles are going to beat the Niners. I think the Bengals are going to go into KC and beat Mahomes, who's you know maybe at what fifty sixty percent. Who knows? And we're going to see Bengals Eagles. I, I'm rooting, I don't know about you guys. Joe Burrow is like one of my favorite non like my team players, like Cowboys. He's just fun to watch. He reminds me a lot of Joe Montana, just the way that he that he, you know that he holds himself. He's an amazing player. He makes it look easy out there. And uh, hell, if he goes into Kansas City and beats Mahomes, that's four in a row, buddy. It's that a heavyweight four- title bout. This is better than Reigns versus KO at, at the the Royal Rumble. I mean, <laughs> and if Burrow beats him, he's got the belt. I saw, yeah, I, I saw I saw Miz tonight. He he was on mic for about three seconds, and KO came on and. Uh, Gave him a couple of stunners to my boy, <laughs> and and, and, uh, and that was about it. But hey, you know what? Like, as far as the Cowboys go, I thought we would lose to the Bucks. You know me, Jason. I'm a self-loathing Cowboys fan. 
I'm glad that we had the opportunity. The defense played really well. Dak just, you know, throws two picks and a couple of interceptions against that defense. McCaffrey didn't do anything on the uh, in terms of yardage. He had a touchdown. He had like six catches, but he didn't do anything yardage wise. You know, Ayuk didn't do anything. You know, Kittle Kittle had a couple of good catches, uh, especially that one that he juggled against his helmet. But I mean, the defense did his job. It's just like the offense did not. When you lose Pollard, and and your number two wide receivers doing nothing, like all they had was CD. That was it. I mean, Schultz got into the end zone. All they had was CD in that game. Zeke. I mean, Zeke's like running running in mud right now. So. Uh, you know, it, the Cowboys will be contenders. They'll probably win 10 or 11 games next year, make the playoffs, and get beat again. This is what my life is now. As a, as a, as a fan of the Jets, though, Jace, I will tell you this right now. <laughs> if I rooted for the Jets, I'd be more excited about this team and the next few years than I have been in a while. Like, probably since, you know, the Rex Ryan days when you guys were going to, you know, the AFC championship somehow or another. Somehow or another. Woo! Not that Sanchez was any good. Um, but I'd be excited, and I said it on the air a lot this year, and I kept thinking about you when I said it. I'm like, I'm saying a lot of good things about the Jets, man. What the hell's going on? Like, I'm in the bizarro world right now. I really love Brees Hall. Like, when Damian Tomlinson came on our show and said how great he thought he was going to be, and he was fantastic. Hopefully everything goes well from, uh, you know, the knee surgery, and he's good to go. Garrett Wilson looks really good. You get Elijah Moore kind of, you know, back in the good graces. You get yourself, uh, you know, Braxton Berrios will be in the mix there as well. Tyler Conklin was pretty decent as a tight end. You know, not elite, but still okay. That's another position, too. When was the last time the Jets had a good tight end in fantasy? I think it was like Dustin Kelly. Oh, never. I mean, it's been, I mean, it's been a long time ago. Long, long time ago. Maybe, like, you know, I think it was probably Dustin Keller. But they, they've got it all that. They're a quarterback short of being a real contender in the AFC Easter. A quarterback short. And all they need to do is go out there, spend a little bit of that dough, and get one of the veterans. Which quarterback would you like most? Cooper like, Rush. And- <laughs> <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter <laughs> at Michael underscore Fabiano, the self-loathing Cowboys what? fan. Oh, no, 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 no. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see... See what music does to people. 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.